0: Hello my friends. Welcome to episode 69 of the Between You and Me podcast. My name is Jessica Morris. I'm an Aussie expat and journalist and today I am bringing you an episode with the one and only Brandon Lake where we talk about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of Between You and Me. This episode with Brandon Lake is sponsored by our friends at JesusWired.com, your number one source for Christian news, reviews, and interviews. There is a lot to be said for this week. I mean, if you're talking evangelical culture, right? There was this massive prayer rally in Washington, DC, which our beloved Michael W. Smith was at. There was like a collab between him and Stephen Curtis Chapman, which is just all my 80s and 90s CCM dreams come true. And then there was a presidential debate, which in retrospect, like Christian music wise, no one released a soundtrack to that, thank God. But people have been commenting on it. And then some poor communications person at Hillsong accidentally tweeted their opinion about Donald Trump on Hillsong's public accounts. It's just been a mess of a week. It's just like a, my mind's blown between politics and conspiracy theories and COVID and I don't know what else. Everything is up in the air, but you know what? We are here. It is 2020. <laughs> we made it to October. Thank the Lord. It's October. Here we go. And today we have an exciting episode with Bethel's new it guy, Brandon Lake. But even if you are not into Bethel or even like big church music, Trust me, you want to meet this dude. Brandon is a Grammy-nominated Dove Award-winning singer-songwriter. He has worked with everyone from, like I said, Bethel to Tasha cobbs Leonard to Maverick City Music, Passion, House Brandon is like, and I will give him this title, the king of collaboration, which is no small thing in Christian music because we love to be insular And it's very easy for us to be insular, to protect ourselves or when constraints are put on us due to press and publicity and stuff like that. So when it comes to Brandon Lake, there is a lot to love. One, he has some of the coolest hair you've seen since Crowder. It's sort of like if Crowder and Joel Houston sort of meshed it's like a Lord lion's main thing, and I only say that because it actually complements the sound of his music. So Brandon just released his second album, House of Miracles, under Bethel Music, and the first song is a legit rock track. I'm a Ghost sounds like it belongs on a Need to Breathe album, and I was so excited because here we have a new worship artist setting a culture in. Popular Christian music, and popular I mean like white evangelical Christian music, where you're allowed to explore and be diverse and really be a fully authentic self. So that was enough reason in itself for me to talk to Brandon Lake. But after chatting with this guy, it was such a breath of fresh air. And honestly, at the moment, we need that in the church. (laughs) So I am so excited for you guys to hear this. Brandon talks to me about why he chooses to collaborate with people. He talks about being a Maverick City Music and how he was in the minority as a white guy. Praise the Lord. He talks about working through his own bitterness and resentment and helping people through burnouts. Again, can I get an amen? I'm sorry I'm turning Pentecostal, but it just hit home for me. Here we have a guy who is one of many who is being real and authentic about the state of the church, but is also choosing to love it and exercise forgiveness um, and is being their true selves. And we just need more of that. We need more of that in Christian music. We need more of that in the church. We need people to have and to feel like they have permission to be their full authentic selves. Because God can use anyone and anything as we are, and we don't need more cookie-cutter CCM. Let's be real. We have enough of it. It's great. Let's do something better and different and amazing. So, my friends, TED Talk over. That is just Jessica saying, I can't wait for you to meet Brandon Lake. This is a legitimate force in Christian music who if he wanted to go mainstream, he could, but I don't think he will. He, he loves God and loves singing about God too much. But here we have it. This is Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake has never stayed in one lane. In fact, you could say he's forged his own road and as the new kid on the block with Bethel Music, he's heading his own path with rock and roll vocals, powerful spirit-filled lyrics, and the ability to befriend anyone. This last month Brandon released his second album his first under Bethel music label, House of Miracles, which is both a peaceful heartfelt choir to God and a guttural rock and roll worship anthem. It was produced by David Leonard of All Sons and Daughters, Jacob Souter and Lale. All impressive collaborations right? But Brandon's CV doesn't just start and stop with this album. In fact House of Miracles is only a full stop on what has already been a really remarkable career. As a worship leader in Charleston, South Carolina at Seacoast Church, he was shaped on early in life as a pastor's kid. Who can relate? Brandon dropped his debut album, Closer, in 2016 and worked with his church in 2018 to release the singles Forlorn Us and Strength and Victory, which made it onto Pure Flix's Samson soundtrack. That's like a gold star in Christian music. And with his resume building, Brandon eventually began co-writing with everybody. And I mean everybody. He was a co-writer for Friend, Tasha Cobbs-Leonard's Grammy-nominated hit, Rattle, and he's penned the title track to Elevation Worship's latest album, Grave Into Gardens. Yep, that one. And when he's not co-writing with Stephen Furtick, Brandon's hanging out with the team at Maverick City Music, one of the biggest and most powerful diverse worship bands in Christian music right now. Brandon has partnered with House Fires and Passion Church, and he's also written with Christian music legends like Matt Maher, Matt Redman, and Phil Wickham. Plus, just to add to that, Brandon was featured on Rebecca St James's comeback single, The Battle Is The Lords, just this year, and appeared on London Gatch's Record News Stories. And if you want to get into semantics, because there's more, Brandon also played an integral role on Bethel Music's latest album, Revivals in the Air, where he led the second single, We Praise You. Basically, if Christian Music has an it guy right now, and we know it does, it's Brandon Lake. And once you meet the hair-flailing rock and roll Southern Pastors kid, you know why. Not only because he is stupidly talented, but because Brandon is a generally nice guy with a heart for collaboration. On his record, House of Miracles, this shows up in his choice to work with more than the world-renowned Bethel worship artists he could have understandably just handpicked. Instead, he chooses to duet with Tasha cobbs Leonard and Sarah Reeves. And we see his collaboration in his co-writing with Matt Maher, Pat Barrett, Hillsong United's Ben Hastings, Bethel's Dante Bowie and the team at Elevation Worship. The album reflects his own commitment to creating a literal house of miracles in his own life, where he tries to facilitate a culture of prayer, openness and humility as a husband, father, creative and worship leader. And by recognising the pain and brokenness in the world, often within the walls of the church itself, he uses music to usher in God's healing. And this doesn't just happen on a corporate level. You see, Brandon and his wife recently moved to a house of their own, what they would actually term their house of miracles with extra room so they can host couples who are burnt out from church ministry. As a pastor's kid and a ministry leader, Brandon is no stranger to the pain and imperfection of the church. Yet by choosing to step in the gap and embrace differences, he has found a way to celebrate the beauty of God's church instead of giving up on it. It's really no wonder that Brandon made Spotify's Top Christian playlist and made Apple's Today's Christian and Worship Today's playlist. All he needs now is to do it with Chris Tomlin, preferably in a new rendition of Amazing Grace with some screaming, please. And Brandon has literally got his status as beloved Lion Mane CCM icon under wraps. Not bad for a four-year career. I spoke to Brandon about the genesis of House of Miracles, why he chooses to celebrate collaboration and diversity, and why he forgives the church. This is fun. Meet Brandon Lake. You are a new artist in the Bethel Collective for people who have never met Brandon Lake before. Who is Brandon Lake?
1: <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> no, um, who is Brandon Lake? That's a great question. Well, I am a husband to Brittany and I'm a father to Blaze and Beau, my two little boys. And then I am a local worship guy, a local church guy, and so I've grown up in the church. I'm a I'm i a, uh, I'm a PK
0: yes pastor's
1: kid grew up in the church yeah um, I relate and I uh, have such a such a cool upbringing and and you know just got to watch God provide in the craziest ways being uh, growing up in a church plant and uh, and I just fell in love with songwriting fell in love with worship. And uh, and songwriting really brought me, uh, gave, brought me the opportunity to partner with Bethel. And then when I went out there to write, they were like, hold up. There's something a lot bigger here. Why not join our team, join our family? And so I signed with Bethel. And I've been on a two-year journey of just traveling the world and releasing music and partnering with different uh, relationships. And it's just been such a cool ride. But really, if you ask, who's Brandon Lake? Man, hopefully I'm a great husband, a great father, and after all of that, serve my church well and I'm I'm really grateful for the opportunity to serve serve the global church well with releasing songs. Mm-hmm.
2: smoke of mirrors, cause I know there's a God who's real. I don't need the lights to fool me, cause I have seen the God who heals. I know when I ask I'll receive it. cause you're not a God who withholds. I hear you say just believe me.
0: your yeah. your album is house of miracles and I as soon as I pressed play I enjoyed it because you you have what you term holy rowdiness which is extremely accurate yeah. can you tell me um, <laughs> that's awesome can you tell me about house of miracles and, and how it was created
1: yeah absolutely uh, I'd love to I, you know I've been writing songs for a little while now and we we began to collect songs knowing I was going to do an album songs I've written over the past two years and actually you can hear songs that were recorded in 2018 on the record oh, wow. um, in uh, Wildflowers and Lost in Your Love were both recorded and pretty much untouched since 2018 and we put them on the record and that's even before I signed with Bethel. I was just working on songs and so we collected all these songs, but later in the process, as we are starting to kind of rap, do all the pre-production on the songs, and, and we've got all the songs picked out, I felt like God had put something in my spirit and that there was a song that had yet to be written. And so one day when I was with one of my producers, Jacob Suter, we decided to write a song instead of work on one of the existing songs. And God just gave me this phrase, "House of Miracles," and it, I feel like He gave it to me because it wasn't just a song idea; it was like this this mission statement and this prayer for my family and for our country and for our world. That what some people call homes and churches and hospitals, I would love to see us call House of Miracles. And I I want us I want every place, every person, every uh, every every yeah every place to have the potential to to be a house of miracles and and the hosting place for the presence of God and so we wrote that song that day um me and Jacob and and it's become a prayer for my family and we even moved homes uh as we released the record we actually were praying for a physical house of miracles for us and he gave us our miracle house and it's even a house we can host you know a couple Uh, time to time people who are burnt out in ministry it's become a bigger thing for us where we want to host a place where miracles can happen for people who need it and so we really felt like it was something that was bigger than just a song it was like this is what i want to release to the world is is this even the album in itself that it would be a house of miracles that every song would produce the supernatural like atmosphere where god can do what he does best and so Um, It's everything. Uh, What I love to say is that I think it describes my relationship with God, and it goes from both ends of the spectrum and everything in between, from holy rowdiness and and like a lion roar to intimate, reflective moments um, and and everything in between. And so, you know, uh, audibly and sonically, it's going to sound like me screaming my head off, and then it's going to sound like me in my head voice, and it's tender and it's intimate, and so… I wanted to kind of show all of the spectrum
2: right, one, two, three This is a house of worship This is a place of praise.
0: worship music needed that thank you <laughs> as soon as you said scream your oh, head off," yeah. I was like yes I'm here for this that's awesome <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. um, you I, love
0: it. I so I you open uh with I need a ghost um which is just I, I heard it and I was like wait is this a rock album a worship album and um I really appreciated how you've pulled in like you've created your own sound using different elements to create an album yeah. that reflects Brandon Lake um, yeah. it was, was, was making a Christian album for lack of a better term, a worship album always a given or did you ever think about creating a quote unquote secular album purely because you bring in so many other sounds and influences
1: Right No, I mean I think it's always been worship for me and I think that we've honestly kind of done ourselves a disservice in that we've labeled worship as a particular sound. And I don't think worship is a sound. I think it's who we are. It's what we are created to be. And so whether it sounds like rock and roll or it sounds like this really pretty thing, I think both can be worship because worship is a posture of the heart. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I, I love that for whatever reason, God's using, I need a ghost as an example to like, bring people into worship and, and to, and to, um, echo that song and say, man, God, I I need the Holy Spirit. And it's just packaged in a way that is maybe a little bit
2: more attractive to the secular ear and secular (laughs) heart than it is what, what your, what your, your professional Christian
1: is used to. Right. And so honestly, I, I was way, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't really concerned about well, I can't say that. I go back and forth, and honestly i've I've tried not to think, does this song need to sound super worshipy or does it need to sound like artisty right? Mm-hmm. I've just tried to go, I want to make songs, regardless of what they sound like. I want to make songs that help people connect with God or educate them about God, and I want it to do it where. It's not going to be right unless I love it. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like, I did not want to water down I Need a Ghost. I could have called it something different. I could have made it way more, you know, sonically timid. But I was like, man, we got to release this thing the way it's dying to be released. And it wants to come out like a roar. It doesn't want yeah, to be, like, pretty. Yeah. And so I think I'm just like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I just want to make music I love. And that has the heart of connecting people to God, whatever it sounds like, you know?
0: So. Yeah. about you is that you have you've been obviously a musician and worship leading for years even before this album um but you've collaborated with so many different artists and churches and even just doing a google search of you like you pop up with elevation and maverick city and Mm -hmm. tasha Cobbs leonard and um i love how you essentially like uh, put a little bit of yourself in all these different areas and things that have in the past, yeah. like sort of have been really spread out. Um, why is it, even if this is a natural progression, like just a natural part of how you do songwriting, why is it so important for you to work and collaborate with so many different expressions yeah. of the body of Christ?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's important because for many different reasons, um, I'll list a few. One, because it's the kingdom. Um, we were never meant to be isolated. And obviously, we're the body of, of Christ, and all of us do something different well, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the arm doesn't need to try to be the foot. The foot doesn't need to try to be the head, right? And so, but I believe that we can all learn something from each other in our expressions, our sound, our heart, our experiences, and so every time, I learned very quickly through Maverick City, which just started as a few people, a few strangers coming together to write. Um, and then we ended up calling it Maverick City Music, and it burst into something way bigger and global. But I learned through that, as, that experience as, in a way, I, bec- I had always been around people that looked like me and sounded like me. And then Maverick City became the, the, the most diverse group I was ever a part of, mm-hmm. so much so that I was the minority, and it was one of the most beautiful, it is one of the most beautiful um, uh, communities I have ever been a part of because every time I am around people who are different than me, I learn something and it reflects the heart of God that we've come together, people of different backgrounds, experiences, and and even like, okay, I believe this and you believe this. And and as long as it's a, a non, you know, a, a mm-hmm. black and white thing, like a, like, no, this is, you know, I get it. I mean, we can yeah. still exist in, 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 with each other and learn from each other. You know, we say this phrase all the time eat the meat, spit out the bones. It's like there is good to take from each other. You don't have to mimic each other in every way. But I've just, every time I've surrounded myself by people um, that were different than me, I learned something. And so I realized it makes me better. But then another reason is we get to release something that none of us would have been able to create on our own. And so graze in the gardens from elevation that wouldn't have been created that way. Had it not been us four people in the room at that, at that time in that moment in history. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so I just, I love partnering with different people because you get to create something that never would have existed or you never could have created on your own. You know, this is a move with Tasha Cobbs Leonard. I never, would have written that song, never would have finished it how had we not written together. And I would not be this rowdy, loud, freed up, kind of worship, confident worship leader had I not surrounded myself with people like like Tasha. And even Maverick City has pulled something out of me. You know, uh writing with Pastor Stephen at Elevation has pulled something out of me. Going on tour with Bethel has pulled something out of me that was in there but they empowered me to be the best Brandon that I can. Mm -hmm. And so that's, it's made a huge difference in my life.
0: that you and your wife have, where you've opened up your house at different times for couples who have experienced burnt out, burnout. Um, and I yeah. really appreciated that you addressed that because it's so common. Um, and I, right. I, I wanted to know a bit about what what inspired or prompted you guys to actually make yourselves available and your family available to love on other people in that way when they're experiencing burnout or just like just have served for so long and just hit a wall
1: yeah well I think it first stemmed from from us going through a season of of hurt um and and kind of walking away from um a ministry in it the ending of, of that ministry or that, that relationship, it could have gone way better and we're in a great place with them now. But like, we realize like just how easily you can get hurt by the church because it's people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, now I, I can't say I, I don't expect it. You know, it's, it's sad, but the truth is you just got to know that there is no perfect person out there. And, trust is going to get broken and feelings are going to get hurt. And there's just people out there who, who like, they're just, they're getting burnt out, whether it's because of a relationship or they're overworking themselves or or because they're not, they're not drawing from the source, the right source. They're pulling from wells. They were never supposed to, they were supposed to just be, be listening to God's voice and following God. And, and, uh, and a lot of it stems from not allowing God to love you. And, you trying to get it from other places. And we just felt like we were supposed to, because God has given us experiences to grow from and some mature, not, not like we've arrived by any means, but like we had a responsibility because of what God has has shown us in, in the beautiful marriage that he's given me and my wife to like be an example for other people. And there's no better way to help somebody heal than like around the dinner table. Mm -hmm. And, and we felt like we had a responsibility just to open up our home in a very small way. And again, I I mean, I wish the dream, hopefully one day we'll grow into maybe a retreat center where we can host multiple couples at one time and do worship and prayer and, and counseling and all that. But just right now we're doing, we're doing like the next step. And that was moving into a home where we could at least host someone, you know, a couple and, and, uh, and so There's just so many hurt and broken people out there, even in the, even for those who are really following the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things like, if we don't do it, who is, and I don't see it happening a whole lot. And so it's kind of like a thing that was birthed out of need. And, and it's something that we're like, we can do this. You know, it, it, it doesn't take a lot to love on people, um, a little bit of sacrifice and it could literally turn people's life around and their marriage around. And so we felt like God's been too good to us for, for us not to turn around and love on other people,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you've been part of the church long enough, and like you were raised as a PK, which I get. Um, and you guys have yeah. clearly like just reading between the lines, like obviously experienced life and church, like we all have, and ministry. Um, yeah. How, but you still have a, such a great love. For God's people and the church, um, and that's that's not something that always goes together with a, with a love for God these days. How how have you and your wife, like, worked through bitterness and pain and and unforgiveness to actually continue to love and serve God's church?
1: Yeah. Um, I think. When you put your attention on people, you'll stay disappointed, and it will be very, very hard because there's always going to be a time where you get let down by somebody. It's just people aren't they're 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 not perfect, right? But what we've learned is to to put our attention on God and who He is, and what what He's done in my life. And I think when you have a a spirit of gratitude and you have an outlook of gratitude and you look at everything that God's, that he's given us and what he's brought us through and and where he's taking us. It just gives me so much hope that like, like that's what he wants to do with everyone, all of his children, that he really does have an amazing purpose and a plan for them. And I want that for other people and I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to help them by holding grudges against people or, you know, Refrain from from being in conversation or working with people. I mean, there's people who I probably should like stay away from. But like, as far as yeah, you know, I don't know. I just I get it. But there's there's just like I, I have to be. If I'm am a child of God, I have to be an example, and that equals like that. That means forgiveness too. And like, I'm not experiencing the fullness of who God's called me to be if I don't forgive. Like, I can't be all that he's called me to be minus forgiveness, then, I, then I'm missing out, right? Yeah. And I've just learned that, like, not moving past bitterness and, and uh, not getting to a place of forgiving and moving forward, like, it only robs me. It only steals me of joy. Like, I mean, maybe the other person as well, but, like, I can only control me, and I don't want to be robbed of joy. I don't want to be robbed of relationship. I don't want to be robbed of what God can do. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it's, it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. You just almost have to choose it even though you don't feel like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, but I just, I really believe in God's church and, and I, every, if I were to hold something against it, like, I just feel like the, the enemy wins and I'm tired of him winning. Amen. Uh, yeah. Yeah yeah so i i I like even when I don't feel like it, I love to forgive someone I love to move past because I know he hates i know I know the enemy hates that, and uh i want I want everybody to win so
0: yeah
2: tree rooted deep your love is steady through the seasons like a
0: That, like, I either I'm curious about and there was no place for them, or if someone loves your music and they see you on the street, they may ask you this. So, yeah,
1: love it.
0: If you could create the ultimate rock bands of worship singers, including yourself, who would be in it?
1: (laughs) Definitely Joel Houston. Yes. Um, Definitely Joel Hewson. Um, uh, Phil Wickham. So I'd say Joel for like presence and this like wisdom and just all around. Like he's just the coolest dude I think I've ever seen. And then and heard Phil Wickham for like the like angelic thing that he brings. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe like someone like Crowder. For like the grunge,
0: oh, and the
1: so good thing that I, I would love to, to lean in and, and collaborate with, and we'd have, I feel like we'd have a lot of fun. Um, dang, that's,
0: that's a, a good lineup. Line <laughs> I would, I uh, to I'll say
1: that. Say, I'll say, yeah. So I'll say my buddy David Leonard. He helped me produce my record, and he wrote "Greater you Lord," and he's just one of my best friends. And uh, that would that one would be the sweetest
0: for me. Awesome. I, I will buy a ticket to that concert if it ever happens. That sounds so much fun. Right? That would be
1: lit. Uh, that would be fun. <laughs> um,
0: I'm just, oh ima- I, I'm imagining like just the jumping across the stage and like the sheer volume of the hair just being thrown everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, be Next sure. level. Oh,
1: um, absolutely.
0: People wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, What is one album that has changed your life? And it can be Christian, secular, whatever. Just your favorite album.
1: Yeah, Phil Wickham's Cannons.
0: Ah, yeah, good work. Nice.
1: That is, I've I've listened to that since I was, I think I was 15. And uh, he's probably been my biggest inspiration since I was young. And uh, now to call him a friend is, like, the craziest, like, pinch me i can't i can't even believe it
0: it's so good i love that um and my last question for you if you could go back say 10 years um and give yourself some advice or tell yourself something knowing what you know now what would you say
1: this is always such a good question, but so hard because I feel like you're always pressured into saying something so profound.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to be profound. Trust me. It's okay.
1: Man, <laughs> it would probably be some sort of combination of like, just stop caring, like, about what other people think and just like, bro, like, you're amazing. Like, stop, stop caring about what other people think. Just like, you're so loved by God. He's got you. Don't worry about the future. Like he really has you. And, uh, he really is. He's going to make your dreams come true. Kind of things. So just don't, don't strive for it. Don't stress. But at the same time, I would say, I really encourage young Brandon, uh, which I feel like I've done, but, but even I could have done it earlier is knock on the door of all your heroes and just try to continue to learn as much as you can, you know? And, uh, and every time I've knocked on the door of a hero of mine, I would say about eight or nine times out of ten, I've gotten some kind of time to pick their brain and learn from them. Or it's led to, to doing something really special together. And so, you know, just that, that, that learning, that, that teachable spirit, I would say lean into that, and it'll only make you open up opportunity and make you grow up more.
2: I just want to be close to your Heart. This is where my healing finds its start. Here is where I find my peace, where my soul is finally free. I'm going all in, in over my. I'm not scared to get drenched in your love. Wherever you go, God, I will follow. I'm not scared to get lost in your love.
3: I don't have to see where this road. Yeah.
0: so fun i love it when you pick up someone's energy even over the phone and my favorite part by far was when he created the ultimate christian rock super band featuring him including joel houston and crowder and phil wickham and his friend from all sons and daughters and i mean i would buy tickets to that show I would bang my head and pretend that I knew anything about rock music because I don't. I'm a pop CCM girl at heart. But you know what? I would give it a shot because I like the dudes in that band. So thank you very much, Brandon, for such a fun, enlightening, real interview. It was such a pleasure. It is so fun meeting people and getting to know their heart and their personality. Um, It's really cool when that comes through. So All that to say, guys, go and connect with Brandon Lake. Find him on social media, at Brandon Lake. It's literally like it sounds, Brandon and then a lake. Yeah, literally. You can go and get his album, House of Miracles, now. His first single, I Know A Ghost, that's what you heard at the start of the episode, the whole rock tune my absolute favorite. Go, get it, stream it, love it. The album was also full of just like intense worship tracks and softer tracks. And there's a whole different plethora of sounds in it, which honestly, when I first heard it, I was like, what is going on? I was like, there's not one direction here. But then I met Brandon and I realized that the album is actually just a journey where he's uncovering different facets of himself and his worship to God, and him reaching community and reaching different people. Um, And that's really, really cool. So House of Miracles is out now, in addition to Bethel's latest album, Revivals in the Air, which he sings on. And you will also find Brandon on the latest EP, Dawn, from Rebecca St. James. He is basically everywhere right now. And I don't hesitate to say he's Christian music's it guy, because he's a good dude. He's a really good dude um, and it's not fake. So if you want to hop on a bandwagon, do. but honestly, if you just want to support good music and a good local church musician from South Carolina, go and support Brandon Lake. Go and tell him how much you enjoyed hearing his music and hearing his interview with us. It was a delight. Alrighty, so we have episode... 70 coming up. And what seems to happen every time we do like a landing point episode so like anything with the tens is that it seems to be a really pivotal episode for us. So, like at episode 50, we went live and talked to our friends in Bliss Bliss who are CCM icons. Episode 60, we talked to Chris Sebastian who's an Aussie singer-songwriter and which my 13-year-old heart freaked out over. I loved it. Episode 70 We are interviewing an artist that you may never have heard of, but which you'll be so much better for meeting. His name is Ori, and he speaks to us next week about National Coming Out Day, about his sexuality, what it means to grow up in the church and to know you're a gay man, and what it means to believe in love and to believe in faith and to believe in a power higher than yourself. It's really refreshing. I think it's something that whether you are part of the LGBTQ community or whether you are heterosexual like myself or you identify in any other way, um, I think you will find it really rewarding because this is a conversation and, a, and an experience that so many people have in the church where we're taught just to repress our sexuality and to repress parts of ourselves. Um, until certain times, unless we're LGBTQ, then it gets, then it gets really tough. Now the thing is that I know, I know approaching this topic is controversial. um, And for some of you guys who are long-time listeners, meeting Ori um, may actually be a bit, it may be, be a bit confronting for you purely because you're like, wait, I thought we were a Christian podcast. Please know this, we are a Christian podcast. We talk about Christian music. We talk to musicians. We talk about faith and real life stuff. Sexuality is real life stuff that the church has done a really bad job traditionally of talking about. And I would love you to join us next week to meet Ori, to meet a man who has really, really fought to be himself, to create his own sound, to fight and know what he believes in. He's an incredible guy. He creates really great music. um, And I would love you to meet Ori. He is brilliant and a very welcome member of the Between You and Me family. So, All that to say, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, I say it every week go hit subscribe, go to iTunes now, hit that subscribe button, go and give us a rating and share this with family, share this with friends, share this with your worship loving friends or your people who love Bethel and be like, hey, look at Brandon Lake. And if you have friends who are like, oh my gosh, I am so over the church, I hear you, but consider sending them this episode with Brandon as well because for me, this was so refreshing. It showed me the human face behind the big mega brand thing that that, that I see as the evangelical church and show me that there are real, authentic, creative people behind it with really good hearts. So send this on. Give them some love and tell them that they. But we would love to have them as part of the Between You and Me family. You can connect with me on my personal social media at Jessica K. Morris. I would love to connect with you. You can also go and follow our podcast and reach out to us at Between You Me Pod. Find daily updates about the latest episode, playlists, new releases, all that fun stuff. You'll also find all our previous episodes on our website at BetweenYouAndMePod.com. A link to our cool merch is there. We've had a few people pick up some of our classics t- shirt this week which lists people like Crystal Lewis and Toby Mac and well you know all the gems of like the 80s and 90s they're all there so if that's your jam definitely go and check that out that was a stellar week and I'm grateful you guys are here for it thank you please keep holding on I know it's intense intense is an understatement for 2020 things change from week to week but we are here and we have each other even over airwaves and I'm grateful for that. So thank you for joining me for important, meaningful, fun conversations, my friends. We will keep chasing the light together. Here's to hope.
3: I get caught up in trying to be something I'm not to please everyone else. I look deep in the mirror to find everything that isn't right. With myself God only knows I've tried to fight it Fight it It's just a wolf The soul is crying Crying The devil is a liar Says he can't To be people you need to see, gotta keep up. They say image is everything, making it hard to think that you're enough. God only knows you try to fight it, fight it, it's just a so- Everything you want, but-